Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash roll together forward slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Adventure! <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Divergent Dream. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Ali, and tonight I will be your dungeon master. We'll thrill to be streaming at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG. This game will run for about three hours with a break in the middle. For those who are new to D&D, everyone here plays a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique characters with cheats that tells them who they are, what they can do, the deepest secrets, the deepest desires, and what dice to roll. They will be most rolling a 20-sided die to see if they can if they succeed in what they're trying to do. 20 is good. One is hilariously bad. While the players play the characters, everything else in such universe is played by me. People, monsters, dreams, nightmares, weather, etc. Between me describing the war and the story, the players describing what they want to do, and some dice to keep things a little unpredictable, we will tell our story. Now, let me introduce my players. Hi, I'm Nat, and I'm a security, education, and recreation reinforcement automaton, but you can call me Sarah. Kindly use she, her pronouns for both of us. Thank you. I was created by Nanny in her workshop in Baldur's Gate to be a governess and companion to her granddaughter, Madeline. She used a magically infused gem she found on her adventures as my power core, but I don't think she realized where it was from. When the gloom fell on Baldur's Gate and the shadows attacked, I held them off while my family escaped. I awoke, broken, on a scrap trading caravan heading to Arm. The silly merchants had confused me for an unusual toy and were going to sell me. The lonely one did not approve of that. So we taught them some manners. Hi, I'm Evie. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Winnow, who uses they, them pronouns. Winnow is a cursed changeling monk um, of the Way of Mercy. Um, the funny thing about that curse is that, well, Winnow is a professional adventurer, and in their previous adventuring party prior to this campaign, um, something befell the entire party that may or may not have included showing mercy to the entire party. Basically, Winnow killed them and is now cursed by that. Uh, no idea why, totally undeserved. But they are now uh, partnered up with Sarah, who is registered as their familiar and ready for the next adventure where they will totally not fuck up again. Hi, I'm V, and I'm playing Navri Shimmer. Both of us use she, her pronouns. Navri Shimmer is a cinnamon-haired satyr bard who paints her hooves gold and believes she's going to be the most famous bard in this world and all the others. Because of this fame that is absolutely real and not at all imagined, she's hired Garnot to be her bodyguard for protection and travels with both him and Lazar, her spiritual advisor. Hi, I'm Josh. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Garnot, who also uses he, him pronouns. He is a hot goblin psionic warrior fighter who is traveling with Navri and the Tsar as part of Navri's entourage and also a bodyguard. He also wears, the, well, he wears this very large, or this 
breastplate that is probably two sizes too big for him, but everybody uses it as storage. And inside he has a little gray rat friend called Roger, who is his companion and helps with various things like feeding him potions and doing the ironing, apparently. Hi, I'm Nathan Lurz. I use he, him pronouns. I play Lazar Lachance, a Harringen light domain cleric who also uses he, him pronouns. His day job is official astral guru to the one and only Navri Shimmer, ensuring that her chakras are properly aligned and her actions are in accord with the will of the heavenly bodies. But his service to the Prince of Stars has unveiled many a hidden truth about the universe and the things that reside in the dark space between the stars. Thank you, Warren. Those are my players. I'm so excited to play. Uh, but first, there is a word from our sponsors. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the pro membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering, and more. My favorite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends. Check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com. And just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials. It's all great stuff. You should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. 
We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons and Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming-themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours and on fridays we run our talk show talk together for one hour our ttrpg streams can be one shots four six eight or 12 weeks long you can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash roll together rpg slash schedule we are roll together rpg on all socials so find us on twitter instagram facebook and even tiktok links in chat thank you to our d20 club on patreon uh, you can find a link in chat help us make our shows from just one pound one dollar or one gold piece and unlock more tiers by joining our d20 club are fab uh, they've created a fan discord for us um, they've also made a wiki page for roll together you can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com uh, welcome to our podcast listeners and um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast you can search roll together rpg on your favorite podcast provider if we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with a wide range of sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and players may portray characters that are different gender of their own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but we acknowledge that it does happen. And if we have a um, and we have a company policy in place for correcting people on pronouns if we miss an instance of misgendering please let us know in chat if you think one has been missed check out exclamation mark safety in chat for content warnings and some of the safety tools that we use in our games we use a ttrpg safety tool kit and with that let us begin
welcome back everybody uh yes thank you for being here again and in case you missed last episode and you haven't gone and see it let me uh give you a recap of the whole thing that happened last time so our two groups arrived into the city of smalterat where Winnow and sarah got assigned a new mission by the guild the guild ltd uh, to which uh, they attended immediately right after they registered uh, Sira as Winnow's familiar. You know, um, life insurance is important. On the other hand, the rising star Napri and their business partners Garnot and Lazar were spotted by a group of fans as they arrived into the city. They managed to make their way to the silken midnight sky where they would meet Robert the Squirrel an old friend of Napri. At their arrival, they found out that Robert the Squirrel was not alone. Winnow and Sira arrived before, and they had some tea. After an interesting first interaction between both teams, Mr. Squirrel reveals the details and concerns about the mission. Mr. Cassell, a long-run supplier of Mr. Squirrel, has disappeared along with one commission for this region, for the region of the city. Mr. Squirrel also reveals that he is concerned about Mr. Cassell being kidnapped by another group of, I don't know, adventurers slash spies slash ninjas slash we still don't know. We also, um, he also mentioned that uh, last time Mr. Cassell was seen in the city was around the Gothic Circus. So the new form party heads towards uh, the Gothic Circus to find out what happened. And they find out two things. The first is that they've been followed. Second, Mr. Cassell visited the circus a couple of nights ago, seeking an audience with the Sears. They managed to talk with the Sears, well, our party managed to, to talk to the Sears, who happened to be a coven of Medusa's sisters. Uh, they would exchange the information the party need to find Mr. Cassell in exchange of they helping in tonight's act. After an amazing performance from Garnot, uh, Sierra, and Napri, uh, they come back for such information. The Medusa sisters provide two visions. The first, Mr. Cassell being taken away to a hideout on the other side of the lake. The second vision, quite different and unique for each of our party members. Garnot witnessed a representation of a family tree being damaged and trimmed. We know, enter, sorry, enter in the mind of a otherworldly entity who seemed to be linked to her tattoo. Uh, Sira. Uh, their vision revealed the possibility of having two siblings slash sharing soul entities slash we still don't know. Just those. Yes. <laughs> Nabri. Uh, Nabri saw uh, her future self, but there was an air or unfamili unfamiliarity. Finally, Lazar. Your vision uh, presented uh, your God in an unreachable fashion. And another entity presented you with choices. When such visions ended, they realized that the circles is gone. 
and they found themselves in an empty lot with a cup of tea in their hands. And here is where we're gonna start our campaign again. So all of you, really all close to each other, you just put down the cup of tea, find yourselves surrounded by nothing. And still, uh, you have the lake sort of uh, behind you and not too far away other kind of entertainments. But where the Gothic Circus was supposed to be, well, it's no more. Oh, what what other kind of entertainments were there? I I, I didn't realize there was other stuff there other than the circus. Yeah, there was uh, other, other another circus, and probably there is some sort of fun fair happening, but it's not too close. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Is there any more tea in the cup? I feel like that's important. Yeah, there's still some tea in the in the cups. Yes. There's definitely tea in Sarah's cup because. Uh, she, she don't drink. <laughs> yeah, she has a drinking problem, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lazar, so we knew, like you said, that we were supposed to go, or, or we had visions, we had some inklings that there was a place we needed to go on the other side of the lake that this city was on, correct? Can we, from where we are now, see across the lake and see some sign yeah. of this building that we that we saw in these visions? Yes, so uh, the night is a little bit, well, the sky is a little bit overcasted, but uh, with a uh, few moonlight that passes through, you can still see the whole sort of uh, landscape. You can see through the other side of the lake, yes, it will take you around uh, like 40 minutes, an hour, go all the way to the other side, walk in, or maybe you can take one of the fisher boats or small boats that are um, mooring by the lake just to cross uh, sort of in direct line. Uh, you can also see a couple of lights along both sides of the lake. Maybe a couple of, maybe one or two groups of people just having a good time with themselves. Nothing big, not like a settlement or like a, a business happening. It's just. Two or three people on each side having a good time. Um, Lazar looks around at, at everyone because this is all happening very <laughs> suddenly. Uh, we're snapped back to reality. Oop, there goes gravity. Um, and Lazar like looks around at everyone kind of wide-eyed very slowly and then kind of blinks and says, uh, is, uh, is everyone okay? Is, did you, I, did, the, the, did, the, we were somewhere else, right? And then did something happen to you too? I seem to have malfunctioned momentarily. Uh, did someone chase the Medusa sisters away? I think they just packed up really, really quickly while we were sipping on the hallucinogenic juice. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that was a bit of a trip, wasn't it? I mean... Where is everyone? I've had better, but it was a good one, yes. Uh, hey, Ali, question. Uh, can can we tell, like, how long ago the circus packed up and left? So mm. we can tell how long we were out? <laughs> Make me a straight intelligence or a survival, if you want. Let's see. Well, let's give can, that a can shot. I, can I roll survival as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to get bearings. 
15. Not great. On intelligence or the survival? Uh, survival. Survival. So uh, you can see on the ground the movement of carts and wheels and lots of um, footprints and also some sort of animals, maybe not all of them necessarily um, horses, but there was a lot of movement quite recently here. Um, probably it took them between two hours, three hours just to pack everything and just get the hell out of here. But uh, you notice that they were in a rush, definitely. Oh, so there's definitely signs that they, sorry, Evie, that they, they packed up and left. It's not like they magically disappeared. And is the sun like, like looking at the sun, is it a different place in the sky? Is it noticeably later in the afternoon? Uh, no, so we were uh, sort of afternoon, so it could be around 10. So probably if you attended the, you help with the act at night, so let's say 10. So that would be past midnight, probably about to reach 1 a.m. Right, okay. Well, efficient. I I, I don't know if my roadies uh, have ever packed up my stage that quickly. Right, yeah, let's, yeah, let's not get into that. I'm honestly extremely impressed that they managed to do all this while not moving us at all. Like, we, like, they just had to go around us. Was there carpet before? I think there was. That's exceedingly impressive. I'm surprised they did not take their cups back, though. Yeah. Do they look valuable? Uh, make me a intelligence check, I would say. Oh, no, when I was dumb as a bag of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that was a three with a minus one, so that's a two. You don't know the exact price, oh. but you've been in fancy places, and you can assume that those are not... Uh, those are not cups that you're gonna find in a normal pub, but maybe in one of the um, houses of the, uh, uh, I don't know, not, not the royalty, but like medium, high income. Oh, interesting. Do they look like the kind of cups that my family would have had? Uh, make me a history check. Yeah, come on, come on, I push the button, 12. <laughs> 12. Uh, you could tell that there is some similar uh, motifs from a Baldur's Gate um, artisan, but you cannot tell if they are from the same supplier or how sure. old they differ. Yeah, but yeah, I wasn't necessarily no... looking to see if they were like the same supplier, but just uh, is it, it? it's not like any old mug. This is... Uh, a specific type of teacup that yeah. would have been used in certain circles kind of thing. Yes, and but it's the whole set. So all the yeah, cups yeah. are the same. So yeah. uh, this is intentionally being oh. kept in a good condition. Interesting. It seems that they have left us with these cups, which may be of some value. Does anyone have a safe place to store them? I just hold out my hand to Garnot. <laughs> I know, Start he's got it. Hang on, wait a minute. I've got a pout. I've got an area for... Area for sauces, an area <laughs> for cups somewhere. Hang on a minute, to pry out some old food. Uh, yep, in there that will do. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not done with my now. Hold on, and Lazar is just still sipping from what remains. I'll, I'll pass it over. But uh, should we? Is everyone? If everyone's all right, do we want? I mean, we see 
the place we saw in our in the vision i think we all we all sh- it's a little fuzzy um but it's interesting it's over over there do we do we head there see what is what is up who's up for a swim mm. Oh, okay. mm. no i my the thing is that I have a lot of fur and it takes a long time to dry. And so it would be I would real I think walking walking I am fine with to, with with walking. That would not be an issue, Lazar. See. And Sarah will like gently nudge your cup as you go to drink it so you spill on yourself but then press to digitate you clean. <laughs> uh I hmm I I I wish there was another way that you had decided to demonstrate that. Uh, um, I'm sorry. It seemed like the, the most efficient way to do it at the time. Here's here's the cup, and you can tell his eyes, like pupils, are dilating still. Um, uh, well, that is fine too, I suppose. Uh, what it's uh, whatever. Either way, I think we should might as well head that way. The night, the night will be with us. Is is that the way that they said? Because it's a bit fuzzy now after drinking that tea. Is that the way that they said the older? Uh, Gazelle have been taken? Cussell. Yes. Not Gazelle. Cussell. Yeah, but I... It's He's a turtle. More, I know, but it's much more interesting for me to call him Gazelle. Okay. Okay. Why? I, I don't know, because I can't say the other one. Would you like us to start calling you Carnet instead? Because that <laughs> is more interesting. You can do if you want. Um, I'm quite... I'm quite quite good with the nicknames if you want to call me that you can call me that I mean everyone knows that G, the letter G is more interesting than the letter C everyone knows this yeah I'm alright with that I I look to Lazar like for confirmation is that like is it true is the letter G more interesting he he just like you can tell again maybe maybe you Maybe you can't tell or whatever, but the audience can tell that again his his pupils are like a little big <laughs> and dilated, and he just kind of like looks over at you and then just like slowly and silently just nods, but like cryptically but affirmingly, you know, a lot of layers. But it's I just sl- yeah, I'll I'll slowly start nodding. Yes, Winnow. Yes, of course. The letter G, more interesting. It's also at the beginning of my name, so of course. Right. Lazar looks over at you, Garnet, and just keeps nodding. (laughs) And you said that we were creepy. I never said that. I think you're cool. Aww. I think you're cool. And so does Roger. Roger's head sticks out of my armor, just looks around, licks my, licks the flap on my chin, and then disappears. (laughs) Delightful. Uh, Yes. Is is that the way that, you know, we have to go sort of thing? Because we know that we're on a bit of a time crunch to find him because he'd been taken not that long ago, but it seems now that we've lost time, so we're going to be even further behind than what we were before. Is that the right direction? Well, I have no problem just walking straight through the lake. Um, if the rest of you are okay swimming. Can... And I just like look down at like all of my layers of clothing and like the loot and all of this stuff. And I'm just like, I walking the We've already established that will not be a problem. <laughs> I too have clothes. 
They will get wet. <laughs> you're not afraid that much... of a little bit of you're not afraid of a little bit of water, are you? Oh, whether or not I'm afraid, I don't think is really any buddy's business. Um, it is also <laughs> check my imaginary watch, look up at the stars. It is also incredibly late, and um, we don't know what's in the lake. So we could, I mean, is it, would it be so bad to take a boat or walk? I don't just, I don't, Sarah, okay. Sarah looks like she's processing. Sorry, did you want to finish what you're saying? Oh, I was just going to say, there's like, there there could be like eels or slimy things in the lake and we could just not. And you wouldn't want to mess up your nails. Um, I don't know why I went mm-hmm. Irish there, but. <laughs> and Winnow is just going to walk into the lake and start swimming. It has occurred to me. I do remember a picture book that Madeline once had that had an image of a couple of genteel people sat in a boat. I believe that it would be proper for you, Navri Shimmer, to be riding in a boat, but I believe you should also have a parasol if you are to do so. I, I actually hold out my hand to Garnot. <laughs> I, I don't have the boat. I forgot to pack it. It's one of those like inflatable ones. I forgot to pack that. I do have a parasol in here somewhere. Hang on a minute. And I'll, and I'll take out three separate pieces, two rods, and like a little umbrella. There. Because, you know, when it gets a bit hot, I have to hold it over Nari's head. Have to. I choose to. It's actually quite fun. You're the Mary Poppins of the party. Before we move out, uh, move on, sorry. Um, when you look at, when you're looking, Garnet, when you're looking for the stuff in, inside your armor, uh, there was a little bit of leftover of the tea in one of the cups, and Robert. your rat is having of its life. You know, <laughs> little uh, 60s, 70s glasses, and he's just vibing. <laughs> well, at least one of us having a good time. <laughs> I love this for him. I love this journey. <laughs> yes. Uh, no rats were injured in the filming of this campaign. Um, Keep so, hallucinogenics, what, rat friendly. <laughs> what's the plan? Uh, some of you are going to swim and the other part are going to take the boat. Yes. So who is on the boat? Lazar is not much of a, not much one for physical exertion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. definitely going for the boat. And I have to hold the parasol, so we need somebody to actually, you know, use the boat, which means Garnot, I think, has to come with us because Garnot's going to row <laughs> yeah. the boat. Also, <laughs> honest, say there yeah. is enough space for up to six creatures, but if someone decides to swim, by all means. By oh, we know swimming. Yes. Yeah. And with my armor being two times too large for me, it's going to get quite heavy if I do end up in the water. Yeah. Uh, the boat has uh, has a rows, and one person is enough to operate, but two people would be uh, much faster. Um, now, because it's just one people rowing, I would say the speed of window swimming and Garnot rowing would be barely the same. So let's say it's going to take you about like 15 minutes um, of rowing. And once you get to the middle of the lake, you pass by a, a few, um, it's not an islet, but it's just a little bit like a, a small mountain of sand. It sometimes depends on if it's raining season, it may happen that um, the lake just 
overpass it or underpass it, but not much. Um, you have to go slightly around it, otherwise you will um, get stuck in there, but that's not much uh, of a problem. We know there is a point where, because this given sort of hill, you can actually walk rather than swim. So you, you can see your friends still rowing and then you just walk away and keep going. How is sorry? I, probably, I think I missed it. How is Sarah getting across? Yeah, we. Uh, I didn't get oh, that. Um, no, that's okay. I, I think she was originally going to walk, but um, oh, but, the Caribbean style. Yeah, yeah. But if the boat is going, she may as well. So we'll be standing sure. on the the prow. I know it's only a little rowboat, but like just standing on the front <laughs> of it, um, like hair in the breeze. Yeah, sorry, I assume that you were going on the boat. Yeah, yes, yeah. perfect. So just, yes, absolutely. And uh, while we're, there... Sorry, Ali, while we're, we're going, is the, if there's nothing kind of happening on the journey, at least to the middle, mm-hmm. um, while Winnow is swimming, we'll have telepathically to Winnow. Am I right in thinking that you also had some hallucinatory visions? Can I reply? I think so. Uh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure. Yes, as long as we're within four miles of each other. Four miles, that's fantastic. Um, you hear back. I did, but I, I don't think it was, it wasn't so much a vision as a conversation. But what, what did you see? I saw that I might May have I siblings. There were others like me. Which is, is that- quite nice to think. That's, that's wonderful. What was yours of? Um, I was, I was back where it all happened when my party died inexplicably. Um, they all look like me. And then Hmm. one of my companion's patrons, I suppose, came and asked what I was doing in their safe space. It was, it was, that's why I say it was more a conversation than it was a vision. When you say safe space, did you mean the location that you were hallucinating yourself in was the safe space or the hallucination itself was the safe space? You know, they didn't really elaborate. (laughs) Uh, Maybe an insight check if you want. Okay. Again, I am dumb as shit, but I'm wise. Oh! Not 20 for a 25. Yes, so you were in the mind of this creature. So you have the impression that this creature has um, sort of go through the scene once and again and again. So they, they are trying to find out what went wrong there. But as far as they know, the only responsible it's um, it's Winnow. Right. So when you say the kind of safe space of like who controls the space, you say that was... Yeah, basically you were in its mind. Oh, I was in its mind. Yeah. Oh, that's that's creepy. Juicy. Juicy. I think I was in its memories. It was in its mind. How did you get there? We may need to ask the tea, I suppose. I, I don't know. I will log that for later. Do you think we were all in someone else's mind? And that's what what made us see whatever we saw? 
Hmm. It did not feel like I was in someone else's mind. I will ask the others. Are you swimming okay? There is room on the boat if you decide that you wanted no. to stop. <laughs> no, I like the exertion. I adventure the right way. And I feel like if we're on a mission, then swimming is the proper way to do it. Ah. I did not realize. Apologies. Sarah will jump in the water. <laughs> all these all these spoiled new young adventurers wanting everything handed to them on a boat. They're not willing to work for it. In fairness, we're not adventurers. No. We're, I'm a performer and you are my entourage. Well, there, the entourage. Wow. Wow, we're going to split hairs, are we? Wow. Okay, yes. uh, To be fair, um, actually, I would like to ask us all to pause and and reconsider using Mm -hmm. our language around splitting hairs in this party. (laughs) I almost almost made that joke. (laughs) I don't have a lot of HP. Especially for the ones that don't have any. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Players. And characters, yes. <laughs> uh, good. So, so yes, I hope no. Sarah has been riding the front of the boat, and then like maybe well, I don't know, four or five minutes into the row, just like jumps off the front. Yes, silently, <laughs> no context, <laughs> just like tilt forward, flashes. <laughs> Not even a a jump, just. <laughs> yep. Oh. And so you're made of metal, right? Yeah. Can you swim? <laughs> I don't have a swimming speed. <laughs> so, probably. Well, my intention was to like sink and then just walk along the bottom. Yes. Um, is nothing go wrong there? Okay. So, I guess this happened. <laughs> Nat, after... Nat, if your character dies like this, <laughs> I will literally <laughs> never. I will. I will. Six months from now. Just DM you just out of nowhere over Discord. And just be like, hey, do you remember? Never mm-hmm. jump off the boat. I know that is going to notify you. I don't have that much diamond dust. I can't. Not going to happen. Um, so. Make me a perception check with disadvantage, please. Okay. Uh, this feels very, is feels not very bad. bad. <laughs> Oh, one of those was a 19, but the other was a four for an eight. So this is very dark. Mm. And now oh, I do have please... dark vision, I think. Because maybe, 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 because gnome, do I have dark vision? Well, n- not gnome, auto gnome. Come on, come on, character sheet. Doop doop. And I think Lazar would also not be casting light, too. Just for, like, I know this probably doesn't overlap with her, like, being underwater and stuff. But if we're approaching this, I assume we're trying to do it uh, with a degree of stealthiness. No, I do not have dark vision. (laughs) (laughs) So, and also, could you please make me a wisdom saving throw? Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Just like uh, a true adventurer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I will say that if Sarah doesn't pop up after a couple seconds, Winnow might dive to see what's going on. This is a 16. So, as you jump, as you fall onto the water, you start sinking, and 
you feel this sort of movement in the water, but you cannot see anything. Like, <laughs> you don't know as well how many creatures are down there, but they just, they don't attack you. They just sort of pass by and push at you. There's no uh, need of uh, damage or uh, initiative yet, but you feel like something, like a survival instinct, just produces a sort of energy that brings you back to the boat. What the people on the boat sees is a large tentacle made of energy just sort of claps into the into the boat and it sort of starts moving. And on the other side, there is Sarah. Sarah, that's you looking from the top down to the boat. And there is a tentacle emerging from your core into the boat. And then the tentacle just sort of sucks you down and you're back into safety. Oh, interesting. Turns out it is the proper way for me to ride the boat after all. Um, thank you, everyone. What? Um, you all saw that, right? Yeah. I had more tea, so I'm not. I'd... No, I don't. I don't think that was the tea. I'm. Uh, uh, I was kind of hoping it was the tea, to be honest. <laughs> Valid. <clears throat> uh, um, Sarah, that's not. That's not a thing that like you did. It's not like a thing that you can do. I mean, usually I control the tentacles. Well, that's what you just said is like really harshing my vibe. I'm sorry. Would you like me to say it a different way? I don't really have anything else to add. It's just that was a lot what you just said. I usually control the tentacles. How would you like me to reword it so it does not quash your vibe? Definitely wasn't better the second time. Anyway, hey, uh, Garnet, um, could you? And he like leans in really close and just whispers loudly, like awkwardly. He's like, can you please paddle faster? <laughs> just, if we could just go wherever the closest uh, land is, just can we go to there, please? Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. Sarah, I'd just like to say uh, it was unexpected, but it was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And um, on 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 the note of uh, not having the light spell active because we want to be stealthy, having the eight strength character doing the rowing, by the time we get to the halfway point, I'm going... Uh, <laughs> your eight strength? Well, look, it's either, it's either your eight strength or my eight strength, and it sure as shit ain't going to be my eight strength. So. Hold the Wait, parasol, Lazar so. is the beefiest of the three of us? Y'all fucked up. I didn't Y'all know you had that up on your so. on your their character building. No, what are you doing? my build is perfect. What is my dexterous. build is perfect. What Thank is Lazar's you. strength? I mean, it's ten, but like <laughs> it's not What's good. Sarah's? But ten. it's not negative one. Mine is also ten. <laughs> Do not put any Noodle strength based party. anything <laughs> in this game. Yes. We're all gonna do it. And we have to make strength checks to open doors in this group. My God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm not gonna repeat the same, but this is gonna take longer than we expected. You know, like I thought crossing the lake was going to be the fast way. Guess it's not. 
you can see people walking along the the, the lake, going fast. like lapping us. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, you make it to the other side, and the first to arrive is Winnow. Winnow, you get to the other side, and you can notice when you are like, I'm, I'm guessing freestyling, and then on one of the uh, strikes, you notice that on the side of the legs is starting to be a more rocky and more tree. So where you were before, it was really clear, but on this side, it's a little bit more uh, bushy and not, uh, there is more um, nature elements on, on this side. But it's still, uh, you can easily just walk out of the lake and you see that your uh, teammates are maybe 20, 15 feet away from 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 there. And yes, Garnet is like losing its breath. Yes, Can but I... nobody does do anything. Just, just they just watch. No, 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 no. I actually, I actually had a thought. Can um, can we can we retcon it? I would like to to cast Mage Hand to help and be the other. Just like the barest. Five yeah. extra pounds of rowing. Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> ten pounds, not, thank you. <laughs> it does. It doesn't do much, but that helps to boost Garnots. So it, you know, it's it's, it's like burning inspiration, but free. Yeah. Also, Perfect. also, I can I can also retcon it where Lazar just every few seconds just says <laughs> a very specific little prayer of like guidance. I'm just like, you're doing great. Good job. Every now and then, <laughs> I start like you're still so, high. It's it hell. Star, may the stars bless you. And, and every now and then, you'll see like going, an hour. I'll get, I'll get like really, really tired out, and then all of a sudden, I'll perk up and go <laughs> for four seconds, <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> so, so this is a, not a good, not a good stealthy crossing, but yes. it is a crossing. Uh, you barely make it to the other side, and there's a point where just. Uh, the rowing on the string is not enough to bring the boat to the shallow part. So you have all sort of have to jump and maybe you have <laughs> walked until the uh, the hairy garnet to shore. Uh, I guess, Sarah, uh, you will be covered in water if you jump at this point, but then you can walk nicely. Can well, I, I've prestidigitated. I would like to wade out and help Sarah across. I'm not that she really needs it, to be honest, but... <laughs> uh, make me a... Um, does Sarah... So, Sarah, your, your core, does that emanate any kind of light? Um, I I don't think... I wasn't intending to, uh, but if it did, it would be inside the chest cavity, right? So it wouldn't yeah. necessarily, like... Sarah doesn't glow in and of herself. But if they wanted to... Let's say if we know would approach and look for a source of light into the water, they could have find you. Otherwise, well, we know it's going to be like, where is Sarah? Oh, I mean, I can cast light as a cantrip oh, as yeah. well. Yes. So just like a, but we uh, are trying to be stealthy, so I don't. <laughs> so we know. Make me a perception check, please. Perception, okay. Um, Ooh, so that is 18. You easily spot uh, the top part of Sarah's and it's like, oh, here we go. Book is kind ah. of take you and it's like, come on, let's go. You did good. What's with the tentacle? Thank you. Well, no. it's the lonely one. 
the lonely one. I thought I was the lonely one. No, you're the deadly one. Yes. So there's another lonely one. Yowza. Winnow yes. just really revealed her soul on accident. Or their soul. No, last time Sarah kept calling me the lonely one. I don't know. Yes. Canonically, yes, was not in front, of the, in front of all of us. Yeah, I think there was a time, but yes, yes, yes. Was not oh, actually no, no, ever referring is... to Winnow, but yeah, so... Winnow interpreted it that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so the uh, the rest of the team we're gonna jump to the water. Uh no, I've 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 been strumming my loot uh, for the last little bit, and I'm actually gonna cast um, levitate with my DOS yeah, loot. So right. I just walk across the water at the very end. Like a messiah mm-hmm. walks. It only lasts for 10 minutes, Josh. Don't give me that face. That's why I didn't cast it ahead of time. I just want, (laughs) I didn't want you to think that I was just like, oh yeah, fuck it. Um, But yes, so levitate because I'm definitely not going to get in that water, especially after seeing like the tentacle thing. I just, I don't know what else is down there. So no, no, thank you. Garnot. Firstly, Blasar. How are you getting down? Oh, no, it's, it is a like, it's not a jumping into the water, but it's just kind of like a swing the feet over and then just kind of like, you know, um, not a fall. I don't know what the right word is, but it's, 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 you know, kind of limiting splashing, I guess, but just kind of slides into the water and is fine just to like, just to walk Rem- over. Remind me if you have like a jumping skill feature for your. I do. Yeah. If I if I wanted to, I can I can okay. do like a long jump, but it's like a limited thing. All right. And like whatever, I'm gonna be sloshing around, and that's fine. So you make it to the shore slightly wet. Garnet, you've been left behind uh, with no breath. I'll catch my breath for a minute, and then. <laughs> The only way I can get across is to get slightly wet. So I do that. I try to keep my armor. I lift my armor up because it's quite large. I lift it up so it doesn't get wet. And when I get to the other side, I'm going to reach into my armor and I'm going to pull out two towels. I'm going <laughs> to give one towel to Sarah. I'm going to go to give the other towel to Winora and then realize that they swam across so quickly that they were able to dry off before we got there. <laughs> so I put the towel back. Thank you, but this is unnecessary. We'll just press to digitate. Dry. And then we'll also do everyone else. Oh, they are really not used to all this sort of magic being cast on me. Thank you. You are welcome. Is Robert okay? Did he survive the swim? Roger. Yeah, Roger's... Roger. Roger. And I, I pull that open and one of my pockets did get filled with water and he's currently swimming in it. Still oh. high out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, he's got the glasses on. <laughs> He's got a multicolored hat. He's got everything. So uh, you were given with the vision of the entrance of this hideout. Um, it won't take you long because it was really specific formation of rocks. But I need to know what is the marching order to this spot. Uh, if no one else steps forward, Winnow will um, step up first. I actually expected Winnow too. Uh, and I'm not going to fight them for that. I mean, if anyone's going to do the job, it's going to be me. <laughs> I mean, metagaming-wise, it's a terrible place for me to be, but Sarah would uh, trot next to Winnow. Well, with all of our eight combined strengths, there's no one who's great to be up front, apparently, so... 
I mean, Winnow is actually uh, with with ten. Winnow and Sarah are the best. <laughs> yeah, and so is Lazar, which is like telling. I have a ten in strength, but I do have a twenty in dex, so it it, it, it evens out. And who is last? Oh, I'll, I'll go last because I want to make sure I protect the rear. And I guess uh, Nabri and Lazar in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Nabri obviously in the middle. Yes, as you walk, trying to look for this formation. Um, Garnot, could you please make me a perception check? Uh, I can do. So bad, actually. That's a 16. As everybody's walking, on the end of your eye, you can see something that sort of was moving the boat like it was like underneath and then just passing through and if you sort of look to where everything happened about for for the uh, tentacle um, incident you see some you see a figure or someone and then it just swing sinks into the water probably you saw this part up was Um, it humanoid from there right yes Oh, but you cannot uh, see uh, any features. So did we just all skip over Ali saying the incident? <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of so that's something now. Uh, that's not that's not uh, worrying at all. Um, I, I vote as we're sneaking at the moment. I vote that when we go back, we don't go across the lake. Why? Uh, you know, just, you know, weird shadowy figures and things moving the boat now that we've gotten out of it. I'd rather just, you know, walk around past the people walking with moving first, faster than we were. If something was moving the boat, why did you get so tired? Oh, somebody's moving the boat now. I mean, oh. if it was a friendly thing and it helped us get across, that would have been... But it didn't, so... Why... Why didn't it go after Winnow? Winnow was in the water the whole time. Because yeah, Winnow was, was swimming like a badass, so it probably decided not to go anywhere near near them. <laughs> it's a good call. Winnow's like, yep, that tracks. Yes. I would be afraid <laughs> of my awesomeness as well. Sure. Garnot views everybody as awesome in the group. I just meant in, in that moment, I was clearly in my element. And it would have been foolish to deal with all of this. <laughs> Love it. So you, uh, you, you, yes, absolutely. Um, you walk to around, and you identify the first rock. Maybe it was just a, a really shaped one, uh, yeah, sharp one. And then around this rock, there was supposed to be other three one, like small circles, and then finally a, a tiny one that is also again sharp. And this marks the spot for you to look for the hideout. And the hideout, basically, you, what you saw on the vision, it was sort of a, this sort of fake loan or fake surface that you could just lift and then get into the hideout. So I would see? say... So in the front was uh, Wino and Sarah. So Wino and Sarah, if you could just uh, make me a survival check. Oh no! I mean, I oh. can do. Oh, go, go ahead, Evie. Okay. Well, I got a nat one. Uh, plus two, but 
it's still an hour one. Yeah, very. I got a 13, but I think if we know that it's a stone that we're looking for that you lift up, um, I'm just going to, Sarah's telekinesis, which is an invisible mage hand, is just going to start lifting rocks. (laughs) Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Not that one. It takes you a while, but finally you find this one that feels a little bit weird and actually takes, it is part of a mechanism sort of that when you lift it, there is some, some sort of weight or um, cables or ropes. So finally you find the one that doesn't move easily. It's like, oh. And then you can see some sort of a platform or like a hatch door opening. Ah, I have located the way forward. Well done, Sarah. Great Thank job. You. That is well good. That is... Shall I thought we? I was doing that for a second then because I can move things with my mind as well. Oh, interesting. Can you? I can. Uh, it's limited, but I'd, I'd definitely like to talk to you about that when we're not doing all this. So just, I think we could learn something from each other. I quite agree. Do you also have a lonely one? No, he seems quite happy in there at the minute. Oh, okay. Uh, this is uh, sort of looks like uh, stairs down. At some point, they sort of go in a sort of a spiral. So what would be the order? The same, we know, Syrah, front. Good. You start descending. And the first thing that happens is that you notice this sort of smell of moist, because obviously you're close to a lake, so some of these might be a little bit wet, but it's not an excavations excavation per se, or like a cave, it's more of a construction. Just so you can see uh, wooden uh, piles on the on the uh, on the walls, and at some points also some sort of bricks or just some stuff to reinforce the tunnel. The steps are also made of uh, stone, so this is definitely definitely man-made. It, you go down about two three stories. So it's been you, you, you down, down, down. And from time to time, you can hear a slightly click, click from um, some water just filtering from one of the um, on the ceiling, or maybe a little bit of uh, water running uh, by uh, along the, the walls. And finally, you get to the bottom of this um, place and you see an open cave with a shallow lagoon in the middle. Uh, There is not much light apart from some bioluminescent, uh, maybe mushrooms or some sort of, uh, um, I'd say, um, fauna, but what kind of fauna, like small fishes in the pond. So it's not much light, but there is life happening here. And yeah, so this cave and has a shallow underwater, uh, sorry, underground lake. No, it's not a lake, it's just very shallow uh, pond. Can we hear anything? Mm. Make me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 21. You hear everything. Well, um, you hear everything. So you first thing is that 
if this would be part of a underwater river, you will hear the flow. No, this is just stock water. And uh, you can hear then again some clicks, clicks of water falling from somewhere or a small um, small creatures like insects inside, but there's not much noise here. It's very, very quiet. You can actually hear the breathing of your um, company. Hmm. Is it very quiet? Um, is it is dark? Yeah, I was going to say. Is it is it dark? Are there lights? It is. It is dark. Cool. I will. I will cast light. If I, I would like okay. to retcon the way that I cast light before, because of course, what it should be is that um, it's Sarah's eyes glow. High beams on. Yeah. Yeah, and Lazar would also cast light on the on the lantern that he's holding too, just like so to make sure every bit of this is illuminated. Uh, this is a big cave, but within the bright light and the dim light, you can see this about a 60 feet rounded cave. And I would say that we have to roll for initiative. What? Oh! As you cast light. You don't light. have to say that, just to be clear. <laughs> You're the DM. You can say whatever you want. Yes. Yes. Roll me for initiative. Oh no. no. <laughs> Eleven. Eighteen. Twenty-two. Ooh. Nice. Seventeen. Nineteen. Uh, missing. Uh winner. Uh eighteen. Eighteen. Great. So just to recap, we have Garno 22, then one of my creatures, then Lazar with 19, Wino with a 19, Sarah with a 17, Navri with an 11, and my other two creatures with seven. What you see at this point, once you all switch off the light, you see three figures sort of in the middle of, um, of the lake, they are, you cannot see the face because they are uh, giving you the back, but they seems like they are just, they are standing without any much of uh, intentions of anything. Uh, they are, they, they arcing forward. Um, the, the arms are just like, they, they look to be really, really long, but also they are wearing hoodies, well hoods. Uh, so you cannot tell much of what is um, behind. It seems like they haven't noticed you but I need uh, initiative just to see how these things evolve. So, uh, are their arms uh, long, like Winnow's arms are long? Probably longer. Okay. Yes. Now I've got arm envy. Yes. So the, <laughs> the, just take their arms. The pond Ooh. is not that shallow. And then the, the arms go all the way down uh, onto the water. So we Not said Wino and Sarah care for that. on the front. And then Lasor and Napre. And then Garnet. Good. So they are in a sort of triangle formation. I could say that the people in the front, Wino and Sarah, you are 35 feet away from the furthest. And then um, the other two are slightly to the sides, 
and 15 feet away. Uh, we we just sat in an nothing happening. Are they doing anything or? Garnet as light lights the cave. What would you like to do? So they've not speak as Josh. They haven't noticed this yet, have they? <laughs> but they see. Now I'm not. I'm not willing to just go up and just randomly attack people. Uh, so I'm going to move. No, I'm going to move in front of Navri with my shield out, up, shield raised, and sword out. And I'm going to hold my action if one of them gets tries to get close to anyone in the group. I'm going to slash at them uh, in if, if they're going to attack. Basically, you want to be uh, in front of everybody or just same same. Um level so in front of me here if able i would like to stand shoulder to shoulder with shoulder to shoulder, with yeah. Wino. nice so i would say that uh win of in the middle on the left is barnot and on the right is sarah and you i guess you're holding your uh, your action hold on my action to attack great next one is one of the guys on the left Starts like moving a little bit, just like the shoulders, just like cracking its neck, and you can hear some sort of squishy, squishy things going on. I mean, they had really bad posture, so maybe they're just like you know, kind of like loosening up again. Probably uh, sure. So they are going to do something. Well, while you're figuring that out, I think as soon as like the light is cast on these these people, and obviously not action, but just talking, would have just been like, ah, hello, we're looking for Mr. Cassell. Do you know where he is? <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> Always a tone you love to hear from your DM. <laughs> yes. okay. Yep. Sorry. Did that change everything? Oops. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. So yes, yes, it does. Okay. As you, uh, maybe I don't. <laughs> so what happens first is this creature sort of screeches. So it, it, it doesn't produce any words. It's just like a. It sounds between a dolphin and a eagle kind of thing. I don't know how that sounds, but put it on the wiki. And, <laughs> and the other two sort of react and look to the left, like what's going on? And they sort of communicate. Does anyone speak deep speech? Oh, do you? Great. I think I, think I do. Let me, let me just double check. Yes, yes, I do. So a uh, simple sort of, it's not, there are not words, it's just ideas, um, on guard, attack, defend. But when you mention Mr. Cassell name, then it turns to attack, attack, attack. And uh. you can hear like some sort of mechanism, like something in the cave is turning. So it's like a click, click, click. Click, click. Thank Sorry, you team, very much. I fucked it. <laughs> uh, with that, my creature is gonna move. At least we know, you know? <laughs> yes. We have answers. 
in a lot of ways. So, so uh, closest thing is going to be Garnot. So the guy on the left goes down to Garnot. Garnot, this thing is going to attack you with the multi-attack. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. I get to attack uh, it straight away. Oh, 11 to hit. Oh, no, I block that with my shield. Is it? If it's going to attack me with a claw, I'll just try and slam its hands oh. down and catch its fingers in, nine in the Nine to hit. And nine, I'll just bash it in the face of the shield. First thing that you see is that this entity or this thing has a mask. It's uh, made of metal, and it has the shape of a wolf. You cannot see anything behind the mask. But something that you notice is that the wolf has three eyes, one, two, and one on the front. Uh, this creature intended to attack you with uh, the arm, but then you can see that it's more of tentacly sort of limp rather than an arm. And the second one tried to hit you with a headbutt. Pop. As it goes to hit me with the head, I'll smack its head up with the shield to block the attack. And then with my held action, I will thrust the sword up. I'm hoping there's a soft bit in the neck and I want to try and get it get the short sword in there absolutely <laughs> that's a 10 <laughs> that misses unfortunately whoops but anyway yeah so there is uh everything is happening so quick that nobody knows what's going on and no hits are exchanged next one is lazar you've seen all of this so I have a I have a couple of good questions. So but so we do we hear them we hear them talking even if we don't understand the language like they're yes. clearly like okay um, that also and helps Lazar know it's not undead. They seem intelligent or got it. Communication happening. Um, and then the second question is if I'm remembering correctly, last session like we put on animal masks to perform. Mm -hmm. like in the circus and stuff do these have any i mean i don't i think we would have noticed a third eye in the wolf mask for example <laughs> yeah no but they are these are these are the are these similar or no totally different so this those were this the looks more ritualistic or more um fashionable and the other one just totally perform and the previous one that the, the ones that you use they similarly were like uh used you know like months or even years yeah those are sort of pristine still still interesting still interesting um amazing thought though i completely forgotten that same i think i think what i think what lazar is going to do uh is he is going come mm -hmm. running at us Uh, hold on, hold on, Gareth. Um, um, hold on. And he extends um, his 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 lantern, and from out of it, a moat of light emerges, and starts to kind of grow and grow until it is a like a moon, like a beach ball sized moon, and it plops right behind this creature, or right now, yeah, right behind this creature as he casts flaming sphere. Uh, the one that is close to... Um, yes. yes. The one that's close to Garnet. And that is a five-foot... Yes. Uh, five-foot diameter sphere 
Um, any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a deck saving throw, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then, But as a bonus action, I can move the sphere up to 30 feet uh, and ram it into a creature. Can I just, as a bonus action, just do a quick, quick bap? Yes, <laughs> uh, yes please. Throw me for that. Uh, excellent. Uh, so it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. With uh, DC 15. So it's gonna roll a seven. Seven. No, wait, that's not right. It can be right if you want. You can just leave it at seven. Yes, that seems like a great right number seven. for me. No, it was a seven. Just double checking. Great, because you take seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Now let me say, they are not resistant to fire damage. So you notice that all the damage has connected. Anything else? Uh, he would like to step uh, backwards and not be up at all. Just trying Forever. to not be. I'm going to put you uh, far, far away from any creatures. So you are on the right of the cave. Read my mind. Perfect. Uh, that's the end of my turn. Nice. Next one is we know on your left, just melee distance, you have one creature. And 35 feet away, another creature. Okay, well, I I guess we're fighting now. So um, initially as a bonus action, I will activate my Eldritch Claw tattoo, um, which kind of glows dark and just kind of envelops nice. my hand in a kind of dark, inky claw. Um, yeah, it is very metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have a 15-foot reach, so I don't even really have to move to get the one that's right next to us. Yeah. Um, so I will do my first attack, which is a nat 20. Yes. Fucking hell. Uh, and that does 2d6, whether it's 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That does 16 damage on nice. my first attack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, four of which was force damage, if that makes any difference. Yeah, it doesn't, but thanks for telling me. Cool. And then I'm going to use a key point to use Flurry of Blows mm -hmm. for my next attack uh, to attack three times. Yes. Okay, and that was a, a 28, a 23, and a 22 to hit. All of them hit. Excellent. I should hope so. Three. We're, we're, in, we're in a little bit four, more trouble. Nine, yeah. As another six D6 damage. So that is, give me a moment. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, Probably we need to make this a little bit backwards because I think if you kill something, you can redirect your attacks. So 
maybe you can redirect the last attack. So kill this yeah. one and with the yeah. So yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So um let's remove this one. And so it's just like pow 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 and this thing just falls into the uh, to the water and it's it's still shallow but you cannot see uh, the body anymore. Um which one would you like to attack next? The one that is fortress or the one that is sort of middle? Uh, I'll go with the one that's middle. I've got a uh, forty foot walking speed, so I can I can reach anything. And do you want me to give distance between you and them or close combat? I would like to be fifteen foot away so I can reach them, but still out of range. Uh, as you get close to the second one, you notice that they are also using a mask. But this one has uh, the shape of a, um, like a, uh, it's a bird, but you cannot notice which kind of bird, but yeah, big three eyes, same sort of configuration. Uh, just roll me the damage, I guess. Cool, I will, so is that one attack that goes yes. one? Okay, so that's two of those. Oh God, um, sorry, I rolled a six and a five on the, I'm rolling very well apparently. So six then five is, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23. Oh my gosh. Good. I made a monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you would like to do? Um, I would like to make sure that my mask is secure and just kind of say to the rest of the party, um, maintain a safe distance. I've got this if I need to. That's... That sounds great. I did. <laughs> Next one is Sarah. Uh, I would like so they're, they're both still standing in this sort of shallow puddle pool. That's the the pool is that covering? Sorry, I know you did say before. Um, in this room, like how much of it is it? Is this shallow pool covering? Uh, so it's. 60 feet long cave and I guess there is like a 10 feet around it that is not covering water so there is ways to get away right, okay from the, so the whole the whole thing is in water apart from this 10 foot gang gantry way around the edge of yes. it right cool yeah Lazar is uh, out of the water for example okay but no one seems to have been taking any having any issues with being in the water not as far as you notice Great. <laughs> Good. Um, okay. I would like to uh Yes, I'm going to telekinetic shove as my bonus action, the one that um that Winnow was just fighting. Um and uh, yeah, they get uh, can they please make a strength save? Yes. Strength and... Oh no, that's an action. Okay, uh, no, I thought it was a... Oh no, it's a bonus action. Sorry, I was confused. Yeah, yeah. strength, right. Yes, please. That is a six. Oh, that fails. Good. So it is shoved five feet away from me. Uh, I don't think it's shoved to the floor. I think it's just shoved from the description. Um, 
And then I would like to cast. Uh, uh, buh, 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 buh. Yeah. Uh, so they they are now within. Well, they should be close enough to be in a twenty foot radius of each other, yes. right? The two that are remaining. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try casting calm emotions. Hmm. On them both. What are the? Is there any limitations in calm emotions? Uh, a group each. They have to be humanoids in a twenty foot radius sphere. And they need to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. As you cast the spell. They're not humanoids. No effect on this <sighs> thing. Interesting. Okay. Well, Sarah will have tried. Um, and she will have uh, just sort of twitched her head to the side and the eyes would have flickered slightly. And uh, she would have said, I think you misunderstood us. We were merely asking a question. Maybe you ought to think about it for a second and then they uh, just uh, don't do anything and she's like oh. make me a charisma a straight charisma or arcana check okay uh i'll make an arcana check because it's actually better than charisma oh that rolled off a 19 onto a nine that's a 14. 14 no bad um there is something telling you sort of connecting the dots if these things are not humanoid and they are presenting some features like yours that probably these creatures are aberrations Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and anything else you would like to that's action and bonus action but we have deduced some deducing so that's okay (laughs) Uh, great thank you for that next one Napre, you saw yes. some sort of arcane magic being cast. You don't know if it didn't work or it um, took some effect. Okay, not a problem. Uh, I would like to position myself uh, so I am um, at least 30 feet, <clears throat> like there's a... I would like to position myself between the two aberrations that I definitely don't know are aberrations uh, are within 30 feet of my, of me. So I'm in, I'm in the middle and they're within 30 feet of me. Is that possible? That yes. should be possible, right? Okay. Um, then I'm going to cast Hideous Laughter uh, because I don't know what these guys are capable of and I would like them to not attack us. And I'm actually um, going to use uh my twin spell metamagic to nice. cast it on them both <laughs> uh, Beautiful. yes uh and so they have to make a uh 14 they have to beat a 14. uh for wisdom or wisdom, wisdom yes they are not wasting so that's a four good and a five which honestly I don't know why. I haven't rolled higher than 10. But <laughs> I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> yeah. They will come. They will come and kick you in the ass. Um, <laughs> so both of them, they can laugh. But whatever noise comes out of their voice hole, you know that they are having a good time. Okay. Great. Once again, I really didn't like any of the words that you just said. <laughs> And um, they they are incapacitated, right? 
Uh, yes. Uh, so they fall prone, becoming incapacitated, unable to stand up uh, for uh, up to a minute. Um, and then at the end of their turns and every time it takes damage, uh, they can make another wisdom saving another throw. Wisdom. Yeah. Um, they have advantage if it's triggered by damage, uh, but otherwise it's just a straight throw. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's going to be it. So tell me, do, do you make a joke? Do you... I do. And here's the thing. So Navri's really bad at jokes, but this is why she has hideous laughter because she wants to like, she she definitely like subtly uses that to like make herself seem really, really funny. Um, she's really not. And Winnow's going to roll their eyes. I know this. I know this. But um, as, as she casts the spell, she's going to say, what do you call a duck with tentacles? A quacken. Go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's inspiration. Uh, you get inspiration. We win the encounter. Yes, done. I think. Yeah, I think. Yes. Um, great. Uh, as they don't understand what's going on, probably, probably that word in the context of these creatures is hilarious, and they fall prone, start laughing, and now it's a turn. So I'm going to make the saves. It's a 14, right? Yes. Yes. I got a 10 and an 8, which means they will keep laughing because Quacken is so hilarious. It's On so funny. Double the round, Garnot. And uh, we know just beat it up this creature that was in front of you. And what would you like to do? Sort of see it turn into mist in front of me and disappear. And I just look and see when I was stood there. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to run towards the nearest one. And I'm going to just begin slashing at it. The first attack will be sort of like shield and sort of jab over the top of it. Because I don't know what it's going to do to me. Yes. I mean, it's it's on the ground laughing. So all you have to do is just uh, st- <laughs> stab it. Oh, I'll just walk yeah, up just like, and drop a sword on it. Yeah, you know, I will do that. And so it'd be with advantage if it's on the ground, now, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. So that's a twenty twenty three to hit, and then a seventeen to hit with Whoa. my two attacks. Uh, where did you roll with advantage? Uh, no, no, I'll do that first. First roll, and so the first roll was a twenty three, mm-hmm. and that will be. 10 points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Or piercing damage, apparently. Piercing damage with the short sword. And then second attack. As I stab in, pull out, see it's still alive, stab in again. That is it's going to be a 14. However, I have a feature that I can use that is called, it's a racial feature, uh, fortune from the many. If you miss with an attack roll or fail the saving throw, you can gain a bonus to the roll equal to the number of allies you can see, up to up to a plus three bonus. You can use this three times per long rest. So I'll use that to increase that fourteen to a seventeen if I missed. Uh, no need. The fourteen hits. Okay, I'll untick that in, and then I shall roll damage. That's another ten piece of damage. Nice. As the bully at school kicking you when you were in the ground, Garnet is just like, cha, 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 cha. 
Uh, uh-huh. It does get to make a, a wisdom saving throw with advantage to get out of hideous laughter as it's being stabbed. Doesn't find being stabbed super funny. <laughs> well, we don't we don't know that it doesn't find it super funny. That's true. It just yeah, has a chance don't. to think it's not funny. Yeah. Nobody knows what aberrations think. It's true. Any cow. Thank you. A- anything else, Garnet? Uh, no. Let's meet. Right. On initiative 20, the click, 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 click sort of gives a louder click. And you can hear what? What's the sound of that? Like if thousands of fishes were freed into the ocean at the same time. Excuse me? That universal sound that we've all <laughs> that we've all heard. We've all heard. We all know. I know. I know. <laughs> but and also like when you say that it's like, but like I I, I, think I, know, I know what that, that sounds sound like is. actually. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Can everybody please make me a wisdom? Yeah, a wisdom saving throw, please. I'd, I'd really rather not, if, if I'm honest. <laughs> I have a plus seven. I rolled a nine. Oh, frick! So that uh, DC is uh, thirteen. Okay. If it's charm, if it's a charmed condition, I have advantage. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hopeful. Uh, that's a, that's a six. I uh, I rolled an eleven total, but I am an auto gnome, so I am built for success. So I'm going to use my uh, my racial feature to add a d4 to see if it will push nice. me over. And there was a three, so I rolled a 14. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So just a note to that. Everybody that is on the water, that are in the water. So Lazar and Navre, you don't have to. Good. Oh, great. Oh, okay. So wait, people who are in... In the water, roll the saving throw. Right. Uh, uh, so we know, fail oh. or success. Uh, th- uh, success. 13 success. beats. Yes. Uh, Sira? 14. 14. And Garrett? 6. 6. Uh, you start feeling, uh, there is enough light, so you can see thousands of something that looks like piranhas being freed from like a mechanism on the floor of the cave, and they just swarm around you, and those who fail will take half, sorry, full damage, and a success will take, um, Full damage of the following number. And that is rolling, rolling, rolling. 25 or half <laughs> of piercing damage. So 12. Oh my God. Those who fail have your speed halved. Oh, dang. Oh, got it. Oh, oh God. I look very, very if bloody you want from to that. Get, if you want to get out of the water, Garner needs to travel 20 feet, Sierra 15, and we know 
10. So I guess uh, Wayno and Sira, you can move out of the water next turn, but Garnot might be in a pickle. And with that, we're going to go to the break. Oh no! Yes, Eve, would you gonna ask something? Who's together the creatures were? Uh, yeah, so the creatures are, you can hit one of them with the reach that you have, and the other one is um, 15 feet away from you. Cool, I was just wondering if I could do some monk shit and just kind of jump between them. Yes, you can. So you could, uh, Yes, so let's say you can actually jump all the way out of the water and attack them from safe distance. Or attack them first and then get to safe distance. I'll have a think for after the break. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see you in five, ten minutes. We're going to have a short break. We're going to have um, a thought about what just happened and our choices. And Many we thoughts. will be back soon. And we back. So last half, we had an interesting journey to the lake with Paul Gannett pushing and pushing and pushing to his limits. And now he is in the middle of the battle, almost dead. Who knows what's gonna happen? Now, please. Next one on initiative is Lazar. Lazar, right? Yes, I, I think I, that I is true. Anyone, right? Yes. Because I think that just happened on an, yeah, initiative count 20. So, <clears throat> Lazar, uh, there's a lot happening, but also Lazar knows that the bright flames of his God's power cannot be, you know, cannot be snuffed out by some number of piranhas or one. <laughs> um, so Lazar, uh, first, as a bonus action, is going to move the move that like kind of mobile moon that is his burning spear, and is going to bonus action slam it against one of the uh, one of the kind of bigger creatures because I think there's still two up, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, just one of them, probably whichever one is closest to an ally, uh, and do a slam against them if they can make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Yes, absolutely. Um, dexterity. Can I roll, please? Yes, 21. Well, fine. <laughs> you take half of uh, seven points of damage again, which I think rounds down. down. Sorry, question. They're still prone. Do they get disadvantage on dexterity saving throws when they're prone? Maybe. That's interesting. I think they didn't check. Um... And also they're incapacitated. I mean, but, but I think that doesn't, yes. Um, 
this one. I'm not actually sure about. I know they would if they were No, restrained. prone is you get advantage like, yeah. on attack rolls exactly. against them. Yes. But thanks for noting that. Um, great. So seven points of five. Yeah, half, half of half of seven, which I think right. is round up. I think round it usually down. rounds in the player's favor. I don't remember. Uh, though. Round down because otherwise it rounds down. Uh, if, if you round up, it would also round up damage against you. So round down. Yeah, down. So that is uh, three points of fire damage. Every little helps. Um, and then. Uh, Lazar, having gotten this creature's attention to a degree, hopefully, is going to lock eyes with it and is going to hold up his lantern again and is going to just kind of like swing it back and forth as if he is ringing a bell. And I'd like it to make me a, a, a wisdom saving throw, please. All saving throws, no attack rolls, which is a bummer. It does also get to make wisdom saving throws uh, to try and get out of hideous laughter. Uh, but at the end of the turn, or when they are attacked? When they're when they're attacked, when it, they they get a wisdom saving throw if they're damaged at all, and they get advantage on that wisdom saving throw. Okay, so I'm gonna roll the so that was a nut one for whatever Lazar is casting. Uh, I was casting Toll the Dead. <laughs> Um, so this thing in th- through whatever strange aberrant thoughts that it is thinking still hears the tolling of its own mortality and it's its smallness amongst all of the all of the heavenly bodies in this galaxy and those beyond us. Unfortunately, it only takes eight points of damage despite that kind of like cosmic revelation. <laughs> Um, I would say something that is inevitable just as that is taxes. So they are hearing that they need to do the paperwork for taxes. Anywho, <laughs> um, thank you very much. And this necrotic damage in case that matters. Um, I don't think, it, no, it doesn't matter. Taxes are necrotic. More like uh, toll the IRS. <laughs> God, I'm going to make that. That's my new cleric. The next cleric I play is going to no. be a bureaucrat cleric. Oh, no. No. A bureaucrat cleric? Yes. He tried. Yeah. No, succeeded. It was perfect. No notes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anything else you would like to do on your turn? Uh, no, that is it. Uh, 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 you should not be with the fishes. Was that helpful? That's the inventor. Good nice. advice for life. Thank you very much. Next one is Winnow. Winnow, you have one that you can reach with the tentacles or one that you could move a little bit and hit with the tentacles. Okay. Um, Sorry, not far... tentacles. Um, the tattoo. Yes. Um, how far away is Garnet? Garnet is very close to you. It's like uh, 10 feet. Okay. So uh, first things first, I'm going to hit Flurry of Blows and reach out to tap Garnet as I go past. Yes. And you get, oh, uh, six, seven, eight points of healing, please. <sighs> as you move past, I go, ow! Oh, that feels good. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to try and uh, hit this, the one that's uh, nearest twice uh, with yeah. the 
action and then one of the flurry of blows because that's the whole thing I can do. Um, and I'd like to try and climb my way up it so I'm out of the water while I do so. Yes, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so that is a 21 and a 19 to hit on those. Both hit. Fabulous. Okay, and that is 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42 points of damage. As what are you doing? Is- are you sure? Are you using <laughs> D20s for damage? No, that, D6 I just I just did like 10. It was great. Mark's- I was I was thankful for my ten, you know. <laughs> my character uh, is insane. I'm so sorry. So please describe me how this thing is no more. Um. So, Winnow will kind of run up its back, uh, kind of take a claw and just kind of rake it across before, I guess, breaking its not neck with her le- with their legs. Nice. That. Uh- the visuals are amazing, and this creature falls to the ground and then again disappears in what sort of these shallow waters are. Um, you can see that the Piranians are not paying much attention to this corpse, so they might be interested in something else or not interested at all in this corpse. Anything else? Yes. So, I would like to push off of this corpse towards the next one and do some sick flips in the air to try and get there. Sick flips. Yes. Um, Make me a strength check. Sure you don't want to make it acrobatics? I... No. (laughs) No, that's the one use. I mean, uh, so wait, so... uh, Yeah, so it's acrobatics, the, the skill with strength, right? So, um, athletics is with strength, acrobatics is with dex. So you could do athletics or strength. (laughs) No, sorry, I made my character for the the slips. Um, Okay, well, I'll try anyway, I guess. That's an excellent idea though, yes. Oh, wow, okay. Um, So it's a plus zero, but I got a 19. Nice. So uh, as you are killing this thing, the last blow is more of a push and it falls, I'm going to say, good there. So the visual is, uh, we know, first of all, approach to Garner to provide some killing and then strongs to the other side to kill this thing and pushes them away. Um, Garnet, there is a body in front of you, and then a creature behind the body, and then about 10 feet to get to uh, septic. If you stand on top of the corpse, you may not be attacked by whatever is inside, but you still don't have any enough movement to make it to the outside. So what I'm hearing is surf that body. <laughs> Sorry, I have my second attack yet. Uh, yes, please. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, you will have to move into the water 
Oh, sorry. I was planning to try to hop from one of the corpses to on top of the other living one to attack it. Ah, so it was on top, not like to create a platform. Uh, no, I literally just wanted to do like some anime bullshit of destroy it, jump from one, jump to the next one, and destroy it. Yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, so I will. How is how is this one looking? Uh, it hasn't been damaged. So now we have two down, and the last one hasn't taken any damage. Okay, in which case I will use Flurry of Blows again to attack it three times. <laughs> nice. Okay, so that is a 21, a 24, and a 16. All of that hits. Yes. That is 66. Please bear with me. Two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Oh, that. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Oh, no, I've lost count. I'm so sorry. Bear with me. So. 12, Wait, on 66? How plus, is this happening? This well, is magic. Plus the bonuses <laughs> I have, because essentially just doubles uh, the dice, and then I have um, some crazy bonuses to uh, that, that, each that's of the attacks from being a monk. Um, yeah. So, what everybody witnessed is a rain of punches that pulverizes my poor creature that just let me describe that as we know sees this mask but this mask has like a lion shape thing with the three eyes and they fall to the ground we are out of initiative congratulations everyone still we have to see how everybody's gonna get but how Garnot is gonna get out of the water because I'm assuming we don't have enough movement to get out safely. But Garnet, you, my little muffin, are 20 feet away from the safest point, and you only have half of your movement. How far am I? 20 feet, did you say? Whereabouts is Sarah at the minute? I'm kind of I'm kind of nearby as well. I was going to telekinetically shove you away from me towards the the wall. If you're uh, right with that. What I'll do is I'll look to you and I'll go, Sarah, jump on my shield. Quick, jump on my shield. Oh, okay. Do you not want me to help you preserve you first? I am fine. This will help both of us. Don't worry. Okay. And as Sarah jumps on my shield, I will use my help action that I can do as a hobgoblin to use my fey gift passage. Uh, you and a creature, you help each increase your walking speed by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. So me helping Sarah is I'm going to push her 10 feet forward and then I'm going to charge forward, use that momentum to throw myself forward as well. So we should both get to the shoreline just in time. Yes, that was amazing. Thank you very much. Teamwork makes... 
great work. The dream work. The, the dream work. work. Yes. The divergent dream work. <laughs> and that's our episode. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. And that's me. a wrap. Uh, uh, great. So you are all, you can all, you can't see the corpses. You can see movement in the water, but you are all safe in the uh, sides of the cave. Uh, with a little bit more of peaceful time and to recover your breath, you see that there is another opening opposite to the entrance. So you have the main entrance, the cave, and a little opening just at the at the end of such space. How how wide is this? Is the pool? Well, first of all, Lazar is just gonna gonna submerge the uh, flaming sphere and just get as much extra HP as he can by burning all of the piranhas that are in the water nice. the next minute. <laughs> just why not? You, you see the screeches and at some point it smells too. Um, Delightful. Yes. That happens. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to sit down I'm going to, first of all, use uh, Second Wind to heal myself a little bit. Ooh, I get 15 hit points back, that's good. Nice. And then what I'm going to do is, looking at my boots, which, as I've been attacked by piranhas, they're, my toes are probably sticking out of them now, you know, like the top part of the boots are probably gone. I'm just going to tap on the armor, and little Roger's going to pop out, look around, pop back into the armor, and he's going to pop back out again. He's got like a little, uh, like a leathering toolkit on his back. And he crawls down to my feet and I start repairing the bottom of my boots, just putting patches on them. You can tell when you look at my boots that this sort of thing has happened before. And my armor is a bit, other than the chest plate, the chest plate is, and the shield are immaculate, but the boots look like they're well worn and they've had plenty of patches put on them. So I'm going to start patching up my boots and start getting rid of you know, where the piranhas ate my shoes. That's beautiful. I'm having Dratatwil moment here. That's uh, beautiful. Thank you. Uh, that might give you a couple of minutes uh, if you have some sort of conversation, but yes, the, everybody see how uh, the boots are being amended. Um, as Gaunet's doing that, we know we just kind of go up to her and be like, um, you seem a bit battered. Would you like some first aid? And just kind of pull out a little home first aid kit that they have on them. Yeah, I mean, if that's all right, question though, are you going to punch me again? Because that hurt, but it did also feel like soothing as well. You've, you've got a real good way of like hitting somebody in the right place to make them feel rejuvenated. It's, uh, I got it skin. right? Yeah. I, mean, I got the right one. Thank, I mean, uh, yeah, of course, of course, I was a <laughs> It hurt, I mean, it's, uh, don't tell anybody, but my arm is a little bit numb from that, but, I mean... I think I've I got an ice pack in here. Uh, and I just kind of rub it through and try and patch you up. It doesn't actually do any healing, I just have a physician's kit. No. So as I'm not wrapped up like a mummy, it's fine. While, uh, while this is happening, Sarah, I'm just going to cast Mending on myself, uh, which means I can use uh, some of my hit die to heal. Uh, yeah. And then and then also sort of like peer, like I've still got like the lamplight eyes on. We'll just like peer at the remainder of the piranhas in the water as Lazara is like, what are you, what are you actually doing? Like just soaking them up for, for heals? 
Lizzo? No, no, I'm no for experience points. <laughs> I'm just sizzling. I want to level up here. Right. Uh, sure. Um, he's not really. He's not really that kind of. He's more of like a big picture kind of like cosmic significance <laughs> cleric as opposed to like uh, all life is precious blah, 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 kind of cleric. So you just like trying to clear the way a little bit in case okay. we need to cross this water. Uh, I, would whatever say that, over I would say that it's enough time to evaporate all the perennials. Um, so you can either walk freely to the water or just to make it short around around the cave. I uh, Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, ah, I think they've gone now. Well done. Uh, as everybody's kind of handling their own thing, uh, I'm going to kind of like walk around and um, just like sing softly to myself. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm casting Healing Word on myself um, or not on myself, uh, whoever needs it. Um, I think it would probably be Josh. Uh, Garnot. Uh, <laughs> did, did anyone else get hit? Was it I, just Garnot? I did get hit as well. I, I like, did, but I can heal myself with cantrips, so. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I will I will definitely like walk around and I'll just like be singing. Uh, I, I feel like Garnot's gotten some healing, so um, I'll actually like... I, I Okay, here's the thing, and don't, don't tell Winnow, okay? This is is between us but i thought her move or their moves super cool like so impressed oh my god how fantastic but like don't tell them right um so i'm gonna i'm gonna like sing really softly and i'm just gonna cast healing word on winnow and then i also kind of want to like take a look around the cavern for like anything weird and out of place. So I'm walking around, I'm singing to cast Healing Word, and I'm also kind of like taking a look. What are you looking for? Um, That's five healing for you, Wino. Um, you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for like any strange markings. Um, I kind of want to see what like where the that that tick 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 sound was coming from where like the piranhas came from i'm just trying to like put the pieces of this room together so if there's anything weird that stands out in that way uh and how long is you gonna take this uh how i mean basically however long everybody else is is taking to like do their stuff so i'm i'm walking around slowly i'm kind of taking a look at everything uh obviously all of the piranhas have died at this point um which gives me time to yeah push all the piranha corpses <laughs> out of the way and uh i would say it's gonna take like around 10 minutes if somebody someone wants to cast a ritual of 10 minutes this is the moment where you can uh, so the first thing is that as you you weren't that close to the battle with the creatures or like that deep so as as soon as you get there with enough time and um, not in a rush and you can see that uh, this sort of lake yeah this pond um, so you can see that there is a man-made lining on the on the cave so there is that's why these uh, underwater uh, pool could be there and there is some bits like um openings where you can assume connects this with another body of water or another container where the uh, piranhas came from um it's hard to say at this point whether these creatures are responsible for this thing but on a second look to the creatures, 
Um, I wonder if you could want to make me a medicine check. Um, oh, we can see the creature's bodies yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. before we couldn't. Okay. Uh, yeah, with enough time, you know, like uh, so during the battle they were submerged, but now you just leave them or make them to the shore. Yeah, that would be. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, then to, uh, investigate them. Oh, well, that's a sixteen that. uh, for medicine. No bad. So um, the first thing that you notice is that those are humanoid bodies, or they were at some point. And you can still see like some features on the body that the tentacle part that was attacking you was not an arm anymore, but on the other part of the body, there's still a humanoid um, arm. Uh, this were in general, you can, you can tell whether it was a human, a half elf, or maybe a tiefling with a really um, normal kind of um, skin tone. But yeah, you will need to do further investigation to the bodies if you want to, to find something else. Yeah. Masks come off. Yeah. The masks cannot come off if like they are not tight. They, it seems that they are encrusted. Ooh, creepy. Um, I will, I'll drag the bodies, like push the bodies, get them out of the water uh, so they'll be easier to... No, it is inappropriate for you to be doing physical exertions. You established this before. (laughs) That's correct, though. You should be standing with a parasol. (laughs) Uh, What is a parasol? I guess the whole time the parasol was in... uh, No, I I would have given it back to Garnot because the parasol is only a requirement for the boat. Okay. True. This is Which, yeah. at this point, with all three bodies laying on the shore, I'm starting, while everybody's looking at him, I'm starting to interlink their arms, get my hemp and rope out. I'm going to tie the bodies together. I'm going to make a raft out of them so I can use the <laughs> parasol morbid. and push myself along because I'm not getting back in that water again. How morbid. Uh, but I just walk there's, a path. The there's a path around the outside. <laughs> I will... You know, no, it's quick, it's apparently Garnot likes the, <laughs> likes the morbidity here. Well, we're getting a little macabre. Um, are we investigating the bodies before or after they were turned into a boat? Before, please. Before, please. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's be economical. We can't forget we're on a time crunch, so let's do it as we're turning it into a raft. You know? There's no um, need parallel. to turn it into a raft at all. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to tell Josh how to play his character. <laughs> You know, I mean, to be fair though, even if we don't need to turn it into a raft, I'm not 100% sure that these things are going to stay dead. So, tying them up still be a good idea. It is vigilant to tie them up, yes, but we can walk through the water quite safely now, Garnet. Do you want to investigate them in the water or in the shore or like out of the water? I mean, I would say out of the water, but when you ask that question, it makes me um, think that uh, there's some reason that we should investigate them in the water. I don't know. Are we playing the Andy or what? Well, okay. All right. I, I, I will answer this question with a question of my own. As the bodies get moved from water to shore, do I notice anything happen? You notice that these things... It's not like they come back to life, but they they start like uh, decomposing faster. Out like if they were like sucking up like 
then start to decompose. When when they're taken out of the water. Out of the water. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, I guess knowing that then, right? Like just having them in the shallows, like right near the shore. So they're still touching water so we can figure out what's going on. Um, is probably not the worst idea. Mm-hmm. Do we think that these were friends of Mr. Cassell or did they also want to find Mr. Cassell? They seemed quite angry when I mentioned him. Um, they're friends of anybody. <laughs> Lazar, could you please make me a history check? I am trained in history. That's a that's a, a dirty twenty. Twenty. Uh, you remember that the people that was um, following you in the before you got into the circus were wearing the same outfit. But you could, with even without noticing like specific pictures, you could have seen the faces. So, people that was following you, no mask. These people, mask. Can I also, and maybe we've done this already. Um, it would occur to Lazar, and he he is not someone who knows much about kind of the arcane. Uh, the arcane arts. He is much more in tune with, you know, kind of the natural, the natural rhythms. Get his powers from celestial bodies, whatnot. But, but, could we check to see if these masks are magical, um, or something like that? Like Nathan and Lazar are wondering if the masks like they put them on and transformed into these creatures mm-hmm. um especially because they're grafted on and other horrible uh, is any of you um had a way of detect magic some sort of if not we will um i guess we need to make two checks here a medicine one and an arcana one so we will have to remove the mask and then try to find out I'll do the medicine, unless someone has better than plus four. I have plus five. I can do it. Uh, I, I will aid you. I, I'll call you. I'll, I'll actually call you over. I'm also imagining like with your kind of like cool claws and stuff. It's like, ah, oh, that seems like a good tool to use for ripping masks off of people. Uh, so Lazar would would call actually call you over and be like, can you help me? I want to see something about this. Oh. And you need my help? Uh, uh, yes, please. Oh, oh, okay. What are we doing? Uh, well, uh, you just if you could uh, put your one hand kind of here and another uh, oh, here. Oh, you want to remove the mask? Okay, okay. And Fine, then you I can just do that. You, yes, and we'll kind of and he like would take like a dagger and like you know kind of like help <laughs> help Winnow like I try to pry it off. No, 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 gentle, gentle. So like. There's a little bit of, uh, I know, medicine. <laughs> okay, so that means it's with advantage, right? Yes, please. Okay. Good thing I had advantage there, because one was a two, and then one was a 15 for a dirty 20. So you both move the corpse, so put it like in a stand-up position, uh, and then you, you remove the hood, and you can see that the mask goes not all the way up, but maybe just sort of this way, up to this part. 
and it's not gonna be easy and it's not it's, rather than to the front it's more like upwards and as you start removing this you notice that there is some sort of locks metallic locks or hooks that keep it into the um the school well probably you notice that the flesh and as you start moving it out you notice that it was clapping to the skull as well um, these sort of incisions gonna have provoked some sort of bleeding but as you remove it apart from this thing is dead already there is no bleeding at all so probably the body was dead from much before than just right now finally you remove the mask and you notice two things that there is some sort of parts of the face missing probably this one is missing an eye and a part of the um of the chick we will have to investigate the others to see what's missing from them but also on the mask you see like what seems to be a worm that but it's encrusted into the um the mask so you could sort of deduce that the worm was eating or feeding out of the, this corpse um the worm is not alive anymore and as you sort of remove it uh it decays immediately so you can just have a quick look at this can nathan can can Lizzo, nathan nathan <laughs> has an idea of what this lightly might be um lazar would lazar not just have an idea of what it would be but could it be something that he would maybe roll like religion for um, knowing knowing kind of his his purview and his focus as it outside of his very important commitments to Navri's spiritual soulful health yeah. but so, also has <laughs> other interests as well wait so that was the medicine check do you yeah. want to do that first or do we want to do the arcana check first that uh, so oh so I misunderstood I thought the medicine check was to remove it yeah Oh, and now so, we're gonna to see if the mask is magic or have we yeah. abandoned that idea? Then oh no no no, just also that too. But I was also curious of like the worm itself is what I meant yeah. of like if if I that could be a way of identifying it. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So yes, uh, yeah, you can roll me religion. Is anybody helping here, or is anybody just like shoot of what you're looking at? I can't really oh, no. help, but I, at seeing, I'm just like. Well, this day just got even more disturbing. This is gross. so gross. Oh, Lovely. interesting. I and wonder I if there was a reason it only went. I wonder if there was a reason it only went for those specific parts of the face. Uh, so, for that question, you can also roll me another arcana or religion, but maybe. Well, let me. Solve, let me solve this. That, yes. yes, that was a question to the to yeah, the there's a lot, to a lot <laughs> a lot happening. Let's ask for a second. It it is not on your powerhouse what you're looking at, but from all the um, 
knowledge that clerics have uh, accumulated to the ages, that some sort of creatures are able to um, create or some sort of offspring, or they reproduce to some sort of parasites, and those parasites are being this have been described like um, worms, something like that. So, with your nineteen, I could uh, told you that this is a is related to mind flyers. So you may your sorry. I said butts. That was my exclamation, my reaction to that information. <laughs> um, but yes, so that is, you're not totally sure, but that's the only uh, recollection of knowledge from, from yeah, that. Yeah, because like I'm imagining like Lazar, he has a, he is, his mind is an enigma. He is, you know, a com- complex individual with many interests. Uh, but something, something that his religious, like, his his actual clerical religious devotions are about are not just the stars and their positioning and you know kind of like the cosmic order of things but also a little bit of knowing what goes on in the darkness between the stars um and that's why i was wondering if 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 this would be you know kind of like oh it's almost like a historic enemy of 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 him and of his order um yes. and so that's that's why i was curious and uh lazar as soon as that would happen would be like oh shit oh shit you know that there is yeah yeah absolutely i mean it started clicking in your mind yes um i are you communicate this to the group uh yeah, I, I'm imagining. I'm imagining Garnet is still like getting like patched up and stuff, and <laughs> Lazar has to like look at him and everyone else uh, to to break the bad news that it's it's actually worse than than we maybe anticipated. Um, Lazar's like, um, I do not, I do not know for sure, uh, but uh, there was a worm in this creature. And there are a lot of bad worms, but this might be one of the worst worms. Um, there may, it might be mind flares that we are seeing. I don't know anything more. That's, but that is, that's what I can, that's what I, there are a lot of clues that point me in that direction. And that's a bad, dangerous direction. What the bloody hell's a mind flare? You mean the boogeyman with the... For the podcast listeners, I'm miming tentacles coming out of the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Lazar kind of like nods. I mean, like, he, he, you say the boogeyman, and he like nods. He agrees. Yes, that is a good way to describe them. And, and he would you know, kind of give the, you know, kind of the base over overarching as much as, as you, Ali, would say that I would know based off of my character and my role, but would explain briefly that they are, they are a, um, alien, alien in origin and alien in, in goals and alien in, in, priorities we are we are nothing but 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 food for them uh, we are cattle 
as Lazar is explaining all of this, those, there is some words that vibe or re resonate with Garnet and with Sarah. Could both of you please make me a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw? Why aren't you keeping oh. it the ones I'm looking at? <laughs> oh, bugger. That's a seven. seven. Uh, oh, no. What a time for a nat one. I'm going to. Oh, no. I don't even think my. Um, no. I, I, I can't save that. Oh, wait. No. I can magical guidance. I'm going to use a sorcery point. To, oh no, it's an ability check, not a saving throw. No! Then it's a nat one for a two. Join me for a second. So, um, Navri, you're the one that are the quietest. You can notice how they just for a second, they, 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 it seems like they are gone and they screech just like the creatures before. What? We don't know because you don't speak um, deep speech, right? Um, can I can I cast tongues? Because I I can, I can uh, speak it. It's just uh, it's just <laughs> one 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 word or one expression that they say, and okay. after that they come back to themselves. <laughs> just like <laughs> what was that? Just like that. Uh, when they when they come to, are they aware that yes. that happened? I know they are not aware. Yes. No. Okay. okay. Um. So, do you guys Lazar want to talk about walks that? Walks out of the cavern. <laughs> just, just goes. We're out. Look about what. It's interesting that you refer to them as the boogeyman, and yet when you describe them in detail, they do not dance. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna circle back to that. Yeah, can can we can we return briefly um, to to what just happened here? What? Yeah, we just fought some strange. No, 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 the so, other thing. So you two, you were you aware that you just made a kind of noise? Just just out like of the blue. Just like our friends from before, the ones that we just fought that had the worms in their face. Do my joints need oiling? No. Well, I don't, we don't know, technically, but that's because it's a different. I hope, I hope you do not make that noise like just regularly. I mean, Sorry, both, both of them, both of them made that. Oh. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I also need oiling. Yes. Roger, did you make a weird noise? Or was it Roger? I don't... You both opened your mouths to make this noise. My mouth doesn't open. Oh. I now sit there and just go... For podcast listeners, I'm opening closer my mouth to see if the noise comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, yeah, as a reminder, Sarah's face is like a mask of, like, like a porcelain doll mask but made out of metal but she kind of talks through a there'll be a voice box voice type box. thing somewhere nearby I had forgotten that thank you that's alright we're the mask twins yay yay fucking weirdos I'm I'll kind of like lean in to Lazar I'll just say I'm a little 
I feel like I feel like we have every right to be very concerned about yeah, yes, this. Yes, it's very bad. Yeah. And I mean, it obviously it would be awful because I we, we don't have another pack mule, but and you know, <laughs> it's, it's not very... about to suggest that we just like kill Garnet. You know, no, just, like, no, 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 no. Let's not risk it. Let's you know we can find another. No, no, He's no, only level is, five. He, he doesn't. <laughs> his strength is only eight. Technically, no, we could hire a commoner and who would be just as good at carrying stuff. I could just imagine you two are having this conversation, and in the background, you it's can just see Garnet sitting on the floor, going, <laughs> "Yeah, right." Trying to make the noise. Sarah's just studying him. Yeah, uh, no, I was sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, while this is going on, Winnow is just kind of checking for fever, kind of looking in the eyes. Even, even for you, Sarah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, but you, you might, you're not gonna. You're, we're not gonna be taken by surprise for not having checked. Yeah, uh-huh. yes. we know it's silly, yes. but we are going to just yes. be sure. Yes. Uh, looking, and, looking in, sorry, looking in Sarah's eyes right now is the equivalent of like looking directly into a torch. <laughs> Nathan has a question yes. uh, for you. Yes. How how interested would Lazar know that Navri might be in terms of kind of diversifying her image and kind of becoming more of a like a brand and icon as opposed to like a touring musician like are you looking oh, yeah. to take that like oh 100 you know, i yeah there's your beats headphones kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing and like your fashion line and that <laughs> Yes. So the the whole reason that I hired uh, Garnot actually um, is because I have um, Navri has incredible delusions of grandeur. Um, she believes in her heart of hearts that she is no, definitely not delusions. Obviously not. Um, but she believes in her heart of hearts that she is like going to be the most important bard. So she preemptively hired Garnot as a bodyguard to keep her safe from all of her lunatic fans that will inevitably happen um, throughout the course of things. And then, like, finding you, that would have been your your pitch to her. Um, like, well, you know, like, you're amazing, obviously. You're fantastic at what you do, obviously. But, like, it could be so much more. Um, and that really got into her head, and she really liked that idea. So, absolutely, that would be a thing. So, as you're kind of leaning in, and we're kind of, like, deciding to murder Garnet, you know, like, the usual kind of, like, <laughs> not- checklists. <laughs> Okay, I have to go on record and state that no, I wasn't I'm not saying that we should kill Garnon. I'm just saying you're not if saying he happens to be taken over by a worm and he dies. Nudge is as good as a wink to a blind man, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Uh, but yeah. but but Lazar Lazar, as we're kind of like as we are talking about this and are like so this is bad. This is bad, right? This is bad. Very bad. Uh, Lazar would like did like this straddles the line for him between like I am committed to the spiritual guru bullshit that he has going on, and he takes that very seriously and wants it to do well and gets money and attention from it, but also like has real like real beliefs and real 
not commitments, but like pulls and understandings and that sort of thing. And like, this is like the perfect intersection of both of those. And so he, he is very slow to respond and not just because he had that second helping of tea. Um, cause he's thinking through things and eventually kind of what, what he says is this, this is uh, very bad, but, um, this is something that cannot be allowed to, uh, to continue. You, you see, I, it's, uh, it is dangerous. It is, um, impure. It is, uh, deadly. It is not, does not belong here. We, uh, both, I believe that it is my responsibility to try and stop whatever it is going on here. But, uh, I, I will also say that, um, ending this sort of a thing has a way of, uh, earning a lot of goodwill. It's, uh, people know, and if people know, they know, and then they will know. Do you understand? I do. Of course, of course. It's, um, it's morally right. And financially? Potentially? I mean, well, look, 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 you, you know, I am not... Fucking <laughs> Garnet. Sorry, Garnet just still making... <laughs> mop sounds or yeah. faces um it's like well you know i am uh i have i don't have experience in the world of business i have some opinions of course but uh this is this is about building your brand you know it's, so it's not so much about getting the money now but it's about putting yourself into a better position both 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 in terms of reputation but also like astrally you know a better position for fame success <laughs> etc of course of course no you're of course you're right of course no. okay during this conversation whilst Lazar is, has gone past the point of uh, points and has just started waffling um, <laughs> I think once we've established wow. that you just don't understand me uh -huh, you know uh -huh. and you're just I think that just because just because what I'm saying and doing doesn't jive with your creepy little robot brain doesn't uh -huh. mean it's not true you know sure. in a spiritual That's sense nice. Sarah's in not a paying spiritual attention. sense um <laughs> Astrally you do speaking. you. <laughs> speaking. You do you. Uh, whilst that's happening, uh, I think once we've established that Gar and Sarah are no longer making a strange noise that I don't remember happening, um, I think I will turn to leave, leave Winnow looking at um, Garnet. Sorry, not Gar. And uh, that's a that's a different character, different hobgoblin, and a different <laughs> game. <laughs> I'll leave Winnow looking at Garnet, and uh, we'll pick up the mask that we took off and just try and look at it, see if I can investigate it, see if it's magical, see if anything is vibing. Yes. So uh, make me a cannon check, please. I would love to. Uh, my dice would not. That was a nine. Nine. Uh, it's so immediately you don't know whether it's magic 
magical or not, or if it was magical before and now that is not in a host, it's not magical anymore. But uh, the same as your inner self resonated with what Lazar said, your body sort of resonates with the material of this mask. It's not like, if you compare what you're made of and what the mask is made of, uh, it's not the same material, but maybe there is some elements of the mask maybe in one of your bits. Yeah, ribs, ribs. Yeah, like uh, the joints of your... Of your oh, rivets. Uh, rivets, yeah, rivets. Or uh, some part of, of the same metal that is in your body is in some details of the mask. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Are any of you mechanics? <laughs> if you consider the body a machine. Or the soul. No, no one does. I, I well, agree to disagree. <laughs> no, sorry. Am I making that noise yet? No. no, no, dear. No. Still, no. still no. Still, still no. I was it seems it that. Hmm. It seems that this mask is made of a metal that sort of resonates with me in a strange way. I do not quite understand it. If only I could speak to Nanny and ask her. Hmm. Oh well. Shall we see if we can go and find Mister Cassell now? Why not? Do you want me to... The worm's out of it now. Do you want me to store that in my armor for you? And then maybe we can go find a blacksmith after and then... Because it might give you some answers then, if, if that's what you're looking for. Maybe we could find your friends from your vision and they will know something more about this. Gosh, I don't know where to start looking for them. Oh, hi. Thank you. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to ask. Um, the the worm is gone, right? And and there's there's nothing that you know feels overly um, horrible about this. It resonates. I mean, what happens if you just pop it on? Oh, I had not considered that. Um, one moment. Uh, we'll pop a couple of little like things and the mask cut well actually what happens is like the the wig and hat will have to like come off and then the mask comes off um I guess you could see into Sarah a bit I don't know how this works <laughs> um you tell me you can tell me what we hard and fast rules I think in this in this circumstance so I think you can just kind of yeah. Say whatever. Everything's canonical right now. I don't. I. I. I uh, yeah, she'll take her face off. I guess. Um, hand it to Winnow. <laughs> As one does, totally normal adventure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, on Navri's suggestion, pick up. Which one was this, by the way? There were three. There was like the wolf, um, the lion. What uh, was the other one? Uh, there was a bad. So, uh, the, yeah, the first one which was a uh, wolf I'm just writing down lion and bird was it a particular bird uh yeah wolf a bird and a lion okay 
I I feel that Garnot would perceive Sarah taking her mask off as like a very personal thing, you know, like somebody taking their clothes off. So he would look away to not see what's underneath. Out of respect. He thinks it's out of respect. Oh, time can Winnow just kind of turn to you and say something? To Sarah or Garnet? To Sarah. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's a sort of confused considering it. Okay, uh, wig and hat come off, face come off, hand in the mask so you can... Sarah, are you sure? You don't you don't have to do this. It, it wasn't an order. Oh. That's okay. I thought it might be worth trying. Oh. Okay. Uh, I hope she I hope it's okay. It does not hurt. I am more than just a face. That's true. You you do you? I'll hold my breath for you. There's no need. I do not need to breathe. But thank you. Good point. Um, I guess from from your perspective, being taller, you'd be able to see, um, especially if the sort of the head tilted up. You, if you're able to see inside, you'd probably be able to see there is a, a crystal in the throat that might be her core. That the is probably connected to what the voice box, whatever the words, um, is making noise. A speech, um, but yes. Well, I hand the mask. Uh, we'll then pick up the uh, the wolf mask and try it on, I guess. So, first thing that you notice is when you put the mask, you can look at your comrades, and if it were like an X-ray, you can see their brains and their hearts. If you look oh. at the bodies, you can see nothing so there's nothing uh alive there and you will uh, assume that these people is not infected at all oh oh cool after a couple of seconds your vision sort of blinds and you are off what everybody else says is the core of sarah glowing and glowing and glowing not growing just glowing and Sira starts floating on the air, sorry, air. And like if the heart or like the core was a projector, an image is projected onto the pool. And what you can say is, um, are you familiar with these locks? These beauties? Ooh, oh, yeah. oh yes, yeah, yeah, they're pretty. So you see a projection of that into the water, just standing there. And the fun part of this is that they have some marks on those some sort of li- uh, limbs. And those marks suddenly open and you can see that those are actually eyes. And they look at you and where sort of the heart or the tummy of this creature would be, a mouth opens and starts speaking in different languages until they find the right one to communicate with you. And what they say is like, oh, my child, it's been a long time. Wait, what is, what is? 
and sort of the eyes look at the body and they sort of realize that Sira is not there because they are sort of projecting through Sira. Uh, well, let me introduce me if Sira hasn't done yet. I'm known as the Lonely One. And who are you? I am the dangerous one. Deadly, 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 deadly. I'm the deadly one. That's, that's what Sarah calls me. You can see how the, the eyes change some focus on, on the, onto the others. Lazar, as this pops up, Lazar says, um, and, and hearing Winnow say, like, identify themselves that way, turns to Navri and Garnet and says, do not say your real names. Um, I'm, uh, I'm Glitter. I'm Patch Mule. <laughs> so I'm looking away. And <laughs> uh, Winnow, did you did you did you respond? Yeah. Winnow, Winnow introduced themselves as yeah. the deadly one. Lazar oh, yeah, didn't yeah. though. It's the deadly one. Well, it's nice to meet you. It's been they they speak really slow and yeah. Um, I've been uh, wondering what happened to Syrah. And they look at the mask and like, oh, I see. I understand. Uh, are you, look at you, like, it's clearly confused of what's going on. What are you exactly doing here? Because those things are not supposed to be in this plane. We're looking for somebody. And do you know where the other masks are? The, yes. Those those two? And I'll just point what at the bodies. Say? Oh, no. There is other three missing. Um, let me explain myself before. Um, I don't know how to explain this to little entities like you, but there is bigger interest out there in the cosmos. And one of my brothers created those items to, um, let's say, um, prepare this plane for his arrival, which means that things have been put in motion. And if this creature could have had a watch, they will be pointing at the watch, which is not time yet. Um, not ready, neither the others. This shouldn't be happening now. So I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to help you to solve this little problem so I can keep 
um, the pace, the, ac the actual planning schedule. Does that make sense to you? Not um, really. I've got absolutely no clue what you're talking about. I'm not even looking at you, so no idea. Okay, okay. I understand. Yes. Couple the one with the hand rest. A um, couple of questions. First of Absolutely. all, why would you be helping us? We were just uh, on a certain it's not, it's not helping you. It's more like, I need you to solve this for me. Right. But I guess that's a win-win situation. Is there payment? Yes. If these things take over the earth, other things won't take on the earth on this plane. Uh, on this plane, won't take some other stuff won't take place. So I won't be able to come back. Right. So it's pro bono. Okay. Yes. Um, can Sarah come back? Or, yes, or absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's not my intention to stake like this. As you can see, I'm just a projection of what I am. Right, and yes. it's mind flyers, mind flyers. No, 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 There is bigger, elder things. Oh, no. Mind flyers. This is like, I and Nathan, I think, knows the answer. But especially Lazar, who is vaguely familiar with the things, is like, this is not shocking information to him. Like, this is like, oh, yes. If, well, yeah, no, I, duh, of course. Uh, it's not ideal that it's happening right now. But yeah, these are all true, regular things. Um, is it possible to have a, a uh, to to have a chance to put an ins to to put insight on this on this creature because like it's it's for me a just Lazar is a very like intuitive person and knows about this but also knowing that this creature is so alien and incomprehensible and that Lazar is a tiny tiny speck. So, is it even remotely possible to connect, you know, between kind of like my experience and, yes. and this creature's experience? I will give you a inside check. Can I help with my leading questions? Uh, what kind of question? So let's let's see if there is another interaction with everybody and then make the inside check. Maybe we get some advantage. Is is there? Sorry, not looking. Respect and all that. Uh, is there any sort of like telekinetic connection between the masks or the creature that it's not a mind flary thing that I have no idea what it is? Yes, you can use the mask to detect the other masks. Um, quick question. Uh, so. A little bit ago, um, before Sarah put the mask on, um, Garnot, no, I don't say that because we didn't give that name, Pack Mule, sorry, uh, 
uh, pack mule and I'll gesture and Sarah and I'll gesture, um, kind of lost themselves for a minute and then let out like this really deep screeching, just awful, horrible thing. And they don't remember any of it. Um, do you know what that was all about? Yes, it's a it's a sort of resonant or a leftover of our connection with this plane. And Lazar will know about uh, when they refer to um, our connection to this plane is like when first aberrations came from the farm realm into this um, plane uh, is when uh, psionic abilities started to appearing. So sort of they they uh, modify the plane or they had a consequence on the plane. And within the case of Sarah, uh, well, she's carrying a little bit of this entity. So that's why they they sort of resonated. Um, okay. I have a few more questions. I'm sorry this feels like an interview now, but I just, I really want to know what what exactly is it that you're asking us to do in in practical terms and yes. does it have anything to do with the person we are looking for and the article and the article no with the um artifact that they were going to retrieve we were looking for a mystic cell if that rings any i i don't possess more information at this point than what sarah has witnessed what I know about the mask. And what I want you to do is get the other three masks to stop these little fellas here to reproduce order. That sounds fairly straightforward. They drop like rocks, to be honest. But Mr. Cassell is something that neither Sarah or I have more knowledge about, more than what you have experienced. Do, okay. do you happen to know what the artifact that he took from Baldur's Gate was? Is it a When mask? you mentioned Baldur's Gate, I would say this creature, it has um, bright, it's mainly white with white stripes that are like a little bit uh, fluorescent. And they suddenly change to a red one. And then they come back to a blue one and they say nothing. And it's like, I don't know what it is about. I honestly didn't see that because I wasn't looking at it. So um, somebody else saw that. Not me. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? Um, Sarah, well, not. Uh, could you please make me a wisdom saving throw? Uh, uh, 19. So you're not with, witnessing this to take part of the conversation, mm -hmm. but I will give you one question that could be about not necessarily this. Let's imagine that you are in your happy place, this uh, room that I have described before in front of a table with a cup of tea and there is uh, one um, stuffed animal that resembles to the lonely one. Feel free to ask a question. Mm. Oh no! Ah, uh, 
I don't know if she has any, like... I think the relationship between them has been kind of fairly symbiotic, so I don't know if she has any sort of questions on, like, why are you who are where are? Because she kind of doesn't care. It's been just, like, cracking on. Um... Oh, oh, um, yes. Hello, um, the last time I was drinking tea, funny thing happened. We, my companions and I all had some sort of visual hallucinations. I don't know what all of theirs were, but in mine, I... I was informed that I might have siblings. Of a sort. Others that are like me, that are connected. Maybe through you? Do you know about them? I'm sorry if I haven't been totally honest about that with you. But... Yes, there is a possibility of me existing in three, in two other parts or two other entities. But I don't know about them. I don't have any connection with them. It's really strange that you could have known that. I feel always incomplete. So that's sort of confirms the existence of other parts of me. I am sorry. I disconnected from them. Oh. But you are connected to me. Do you know where I am all the time? Uh, No. Um, I exist inside of you. So it's actually the other way around. You know where I am because I'm inside of you. Oh. Interesting. I will try and find the others. You you should ask Nanny. She Do you know where she went. She put me here so she might know. But she ran away with the others. When the gloom fell. Well, you don't worry because this lonely one will always be with you. So you don't have to be alone. Thank you. And I will always be with you. I know. And it's with like that... Clink the teacups. <laughs> we come back to the room. So I think this is a point where an inside check is... Deserved. But I guess with the last question, with that silence, doesn't really. So, Lazar, one more question before your inside yeah. check. Yeah. So Lazar, <clears throat> Lazar has been quiet this whole time. He told you guys not to give your real names, but he didn't even give a fake name. Like he's been standing there and anyone, especially Garnet and, and Nafri, who have been traveling with him for some time, but probably everyone if they're paying attention. Like Lazar, his spine has stiffened. He is, he is like a almost different person is this is happening there is 
no trace of the like maybe charlatan spiritual guru right now he is like locked in and is staring at this scene and is his mind is worrying and is trying to figure out what he needs to do and say in this situation um because he was not he was not ready for this um and he he much like sarah is also reflecting on the visions that they saw earlier just like an hour or two ago basically and he's trying he's trying to get information but also trying to prod at this entity and see if it's if it's if it could get a reaction figure out if it's telling the truth anything right and a single line from his vision pops into his head and there's this pause and everyone's looking and he looks at this creature and he says whose shadow becomes the way Say again. Who's shadow? So in the vision, uh-huh. right at the end. Yes, yes, yes. There said, "My shadow becomes the way." Yes. And so I'm asking, whose shadow becomes the way? Uh, there is again a change in the colors, but this one stays in red. Probably you can interpret that as uh, excitement or you know innervation. And they say in a cacophony of voices. The corpse star. Well, Nathan doesn't like the, the sound of that. Yeah, does that does sure. that ring any bells? Yeah, I was going to say, does that uh, sound is that familiar? I mean, it's reasonable that it might not be, but yes. does it? Uh, do you want to roll insight check, or do you want to history, history check? Uh, either would be great. Yeah, yeah, just the, the, the order. Probably, yeah, probably the order. Uh, I will do, I'll do the, I'll do the history. Is it history, religion? They're both the same for me. Does it matter? Yeah. Just wrong. Oh, bad. Seven. So I have no idea. I assume but at about least the corpse star. What Lazar knows and you feel the whisper of your gut onto your, uh, in your ears saying, the, el- the elder evils are coming. And that's all, all of your knowledge. I mean, with that, you can then recollect more knowledge in a proper investigation. And that was for that. Uh, insight. Uh, 17, if it's just a straight roll with no, no assistance. Yes. Uh, you get the feeling that they've been, they've been keeping things from you, but they have given the the whole information for what you need to do to benefit them. Whether those actions may or not uh, create consequences, not good for you, who knows, but at least they, they've been honest about what they want. Yeah, uh, the, uh, nothing that they have said has been a lie. They just, there might be other things that they haven't said as well. Yes. Got it. Um, with that, you see how these uh, projections are like diffusing and it disappears and the core of Sarah starts stop glowing or the, the, the light dims and they just calmly float, float down. 
and the mass immediately just like falls to the ground. Oh, oops, I dropped it. We'll just bend down and pick it up. I could see your hearts and brains. Guys, I think we have to kill Sarah. <laughs> no, 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 no one's no one's killing Sarah. No, I, that was that, you, that wasn't that, was, that wasn't a French ac- it wasn't a French accent. So ah, it wasn't <laughs> that's how you know. So, okay, cool, cool, yeah. But I think um, we have I, to kill. I think we have to kill Sarah. Uh, well, I think that is enough for today. Ah, no. <laughs> I can't wait Good. for episode Just three. Just star and to be thrown with another curveball with these lovely people. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us in whatever this mad mess was. Uh, thank you to my players for keeping me on my toes. And if you enjoyed tonight, we play every Monday and Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 10, 9 p.m. GMT. And we also have our talk show on Fridays, um, 6 p.m. GMT, which is uh, talking is a free action where we discover uh, things about our players and their characters. All of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG, and you can find all of our content archive at YouTube dot com slash roll together rpg uh, there are also podcast version for all our shows available everywhere search for roll together rpg and if you can find it let us know so we can upload it in your favorite uh, podcast service massive thank you to our d20 club on patreon they are all amazing they have created a nice wiki and we also have our discord so please join us and support us big thank you again to our support sponsor and supporters and don't forget um, we are all over so- social media as Roll Together RPG. Thanks for watching and see you very soon because I need to solve this. <laughs>